0: Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church. We're actually starting a new series, and the series is called Frequency, Tuning into God's Voice. And that's what we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks. Now, each week you're going to get a, get a part, you're going to get a step, but I forgot to dismiss Growth Track. Okay, somebody says I might have forgotten just to dismiss growth track. So, growth track goes out in the room behind me. And if you're going to do growth track today, then go ahead and head out right now, out those doors, all the way back around and behind me. All right. Yes, t- right here. Thank you so very much. I need a little bit. Thank you. All right. Done with this one. Okay, number two. Here we go. So, if I talk a little bit faster today, I'm going to be a little bit sorry. But we're going to get this whole thing really quick. Maybe not. We're talking about hearing God's voice. Now, when it comes to a relationship, let me just let me just ask you a question. How many of you at any point have ever had a friend? Raise your hand if you've ever had a friend. Okay, shaking your head and saying no, like remember back to when you were three and everyone was your friend? Okay, I think most all of us could raise our hands that we've had a friend at some point. Let me ask another question. I'm gonna guess that you talk to that friend. Raise your hand if you talk to that friend. Okay. Now, raise your hand. Did they talk back? Raise your hand. Yes. Okay. Probably. Because if you have a relationship with somebody, there's usually like, there's conversation, there's talking, there's there's communication. And if you don't have communication, it's it's dysfunctional. It doesn't work. Like there's, there's something wrong. When we look at relationships, we realize that. We look at the people around us and we're like, yes, the relationships in my life, if, 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 there's, some, if there's communication, is there's only one way. If, if you're that person that just calls and doesn't say anything, you just say hello and don't say anything on the phone, it's kind of funny. It's like, okay, well, there, there should be some communication. And in fact, with family and people that we're close with, it's even more important, I would say. I mean, what would you... What would you call a relationship with your dad if you guys just never, never talked? We'd call that dysfunctional. We'd be like, there's something not right here. This, 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 is, this isn't right. Because there needs to be communication. And so we're going to look at communication, and we're going to look at the relationship that we have with God. If you've been here before, you've heard me say, as we close out the service, we, we ask every week, do you have a personal relationship with God? And I believe that God wants to have a relationship with us and a relationship where we talk, where we communicate, and that we can indeed hear God's voice. Now, some of you might just be like, oh, I don't know about that. That's okay. That's okay. That's why we have the Bible. And so we're going to go to that. And as always, if you have your phone, Version Bible app, you can go to events, you can look up Life West Church in there, and you can get the notes and go along with it if that helps you however you want to do that. But we're going to start in John chapter 10. John chapter 10, verse 1. And here's what it is. John chapter 10, verse 1. I tell you the truth. Anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. Now, this is Jesus talking. In many of your Bibles, this will be in red. He says, but the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice. The sheep recognize his voice. Not him, they recognize his voice. And he comes in, he calls to his own sheep by name. Now I love that because that's personal. It's not just like a general, hey, this is just something that's going on, but he calls to them by name. And he leads them out, verse 4. After he's gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they know his voice. That's how we follow God. They follow because they know his voice. Verse 5, they don't follow a stranger. They'll run from them because they don't know his voice. Now, in this, Jesus is talking, and Jesus is the shepherd. Not because I say so, but because he makes sure that we know in, in John ten fourteen, He says, I am the good shepherd. He's let me just make this really clear. He says, I am the shepherd. He says, I know my sheep, they know me, for just as my father knows me and I know the father, so I sacrifice my life for the sheep. And he's talking at the time to a bunch of Israelites, to a bunch of Jews, and he says this. He says, my sheep know me. And he says in verse 6, he says, I have other sheep too. Now when Jesus came, he was sent to Israel, to the lost tribes to Israel. And he says, but there, I have other sheep too. And who are these other sheep? Those other sheep are referring to Gentiles or unbelievers. And that would be where, unless you're a Jew, that'd be you and me. And he says, I have other sheep too. So he's not just talking about people in Bible times. He's not just talking about the people that are there right then. He says, I have other sheep. He says, And they are not in my sheepfold, but they are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them in also, that they will listen to my voice. And I will be, and there will be one flock with one shepherd. Jesus, over and over in here, says voice. They're going to hear my voice over and over. He doesn't say that shepherds will hear my voice. No, he's the good shepherd. So here's what I want you to know. You can hear God's voice. John 10, 27. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. So let me just ask. We just read all that. Who is the shepherd? Jesus. Okay. Let me just ask. Who do you follow? Do you follow Jesus? Yes? Then you're a sheep, Okay, turn to the person next to you and say, you're a sheep. Okay, you're a sheep, which means what? That you hear, because this is what he says, he says, my sheep hear my voice. He doesn't say the special sheep. He doesn't say the crazy sheep with like the the crazy sleepy eye thing, that, that one sheep, that one hears my voice. He doesn't say the Navy SEAL sheep hear my voice, just these special ones over here. He doesn't say my favorite sheep, the one that I bring inside and like it sleeps in my bed and with me. And he doesn't say that sheep. He just says, my sheep hear my voice. That's how he wants to, one of the ways that he wants to, not the only way, but he wants to communicate to us. He says, my sheep hear my voice. You were designed to hear God. You were designed to hear God. In Genesis 1, right in verse 26, we see the account of creation. and It says, and then God said, let us make man in our image. Who's God talking to? Is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The three are one. He says, let us make man in our image to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock over all the earth itself and every creature that crawls upon it, verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, both male and female, he created them. We were created in God's image. We can hear, we can talk, we can taste, we can smell, we can touch, we can whine, we can there's all kinds of stuff we can do, but let me just say this, we are created in God's image. And God gave us the ability to see. He gave us the ability to hear, to hear his voice. Genesis 3.8, and they heard the voice of the Lord. This is Adam and Eve, they're in the garden. They heard the voice of the Lord. What was Jesus doing in the very beginning? What was God doing? He went walking in the garden to go find his buddies. He's like, where's Adam and where's Eve? He's walking in the garden. But Adam and Eve had already sinned. And so it says this, God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees in the garden. They hid because of sin. Now, I grew up in church, and whenever somebody would come that was like, they hear from God, I kind of got freaked out. Um, As a little kid, I was like, I don't want to meet them. Um, my dad was a pastor, and so they, they would come, and they'd be, like, hanging out, and I, I would go in there, and I'd be like, I don't want to meet them. They're going to look at me, and they're going to tell my dad all the things I did wrong. <laughs> like, I, I do not, like, I had this fear every time anybody would come that I'm like, I would be so good for the first, like, those, those two weeks before they would get there, because I'm like, they're, they're going to know. They're going to know what I did, and they're going to tell, and it's just not going to be good. And that's how I thought, like, God spoke to people. Is like, I'm going to tell so-and-so what you did. And my parents, some of that is probably because they told me that. Because they were like, God's going to tell us what you do wrong. and da-da-da. So maybe some of that was like parenting. And maybe some of that really was God. Maybe some of that was just them trying to put the fear of God in me. There were some things growing up that it was like, is this God? Or like, like really? I remember one time, my, we went to, to Meyer. Remember the fish they had at Meyer? They just had all the fish. and one of the, We just loved to go see them. And, and so we're hanging out with the fish, and, and we buy some. And we get them home, and we put them in the tank, and we're so excited. And Dad comes home, and the fish tank was in the kitchen, on the, on the back side of this kitchen counter. And he comes in over, he looks at one of the fish, he goes, oh, that is a ugly fish. <laughs> and it was Stephanie's, my, my baby sister, it was, it was Stephanie's fish. He goes, oh, that's an ugly fish. I curse you, fish. Die. And he walks off. <laughs> and the next morning, oh, you know where it's going. The next morning, Stephanie comes down, and her fish is upside down and dead. <laughs> and she's like, Dad, you killed my fish. And he goes, I didn't touch your fish. And she goes, You prayed this fish would die. She's bawling, bawling. And he's like, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> He just goes, I'm sorry, and he goes and gets her another fish. So, But I looked at this, this, this voice of God. I was like, well, what is it? But God wants a relationship with us. He gave us the ability to hear his voice. But the reason that we hide is because of sin. The reason that Adam and Eve hid was because of sin. The thought of hearing God and somebody coming who heard God scared me as a kid because of sin or not eating all my Cheerios, or maybe he'd say where I'd hid my homework. I don't know what it was, but it's scared. But God wants a relationship with you. He wants a relationship with you. Where there's in a relationship, there's communication. If you are a sheep, you can hear God's voice. You can hear God's voice. This isn't for somebody special. This isn't for the person behind you. Like, oh, this just skipped over me. You know, I'm. It's just I. I just never win. It's just everybody else probably has it, but I don't. I probably did something, or you know, that just no. If you are this is for you, every believer, every single believer. Now, if I take somebody who is not a Christ follower and somebody is, okay, so we got two, and you got a big decision. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a job. Or, what college am I going to go to? Or, you know, should I be dating this person or not? Big decision. What do you do? Well, honestly, both at the very beginning, they might, they might, some of that might look really familiar or the same. Where they're like, okay, well, I'm going to do some research. I'm going to find out about the company or the college or the degree program and how long it's going to take. Or, you know... I, I'm going to kind of get to know this person or find out who their friends are and what type of friends they have, and right? You're going to look at this and then you're going to say, well, I'm going to get some references or I'm going to talk to some other people. I'm going to get some advice on this job or this big decision or, or this relationship, whatever it is. We're going to get some advice. And it's, it's, it's kind of similar. It's the same thing. But then we as believers, it all changes because then we pray. Because let me just say, we were never meant to go through life trying to just make good decisions. Well, I think this would be the good thing. I, I think this kind of might work. Let me say it another way. We're never meant to go through life trying to just make, not, not make evil decisions. If you go back to the beginning, we go back to the Garden of Eden. What happened? Adam and Eve sinned by eating of the tree of the knowledge of good In evil. It was not supposed to be. Our life was not supposed to be, well, this is good and this is evil. I'll just choose this and I want this. We pray because we say, okay, God, I need your wisdom in this. Give me direction and give me peace about what way to go, about what to do, about this relationship, this college, whatever it is. We were designed. There's so much more than just a good or a bad idea or decision. There's so much more than that. It's hunting season, so I need a hunting story. Besides the fact that I already got a 10 point, so I'll just say that. But anyways, <laughs> anyways. So several years ago, I was in my tree stand praying. And I got there, and I was really just really crying out. It's really, honestly, I was kind of frustrated. Um, I had, had a, what I would consider a good job, a job that I loved doing. I was on pastoral staff at Res Life in Granville and loved it, and we were there for like 14 and a half, almost 15 years doing that. But we felt like God said it's time, it's time to go. And we're like, okay. And an opportunity came. And the opportunity, we're like, okay, let's, let, we, we prayed about it, and we were like, okay, let's do it. And I don't know if it was really a good decision. I don't know if you'd really weigh it as good, because I went from a job that paid me, to one that didn't, and I went from one where I got to do what I love, which was lead and speak and pastor, to one where I went, and I went up to a a church in Rockford to clean toilets. I was a janitor. Um, I I did. I I cleaned toilets. I vacuumed. I I rearranged chairs, and I wanted to go up there, and I had talked with the, uh, the, the executive pastor up there, and I said, I'd like to come up there. I want to learn. I hear you guys do some things and your team's just really, really well, and I need to learn. I'd like to learn that. And he's like, well, we don't have any position for you. I'm like, well, well, just tell us what we can do. We'll do anything. Like, we're willing to clean toilets. And he took us up on it, literally. He's like, oh, come and do it. So we did. Can I tell you that if you weigh that out, that's not really a good idea. It's not. My wife was pregnant with number five. At that point, we still hadn't realized, like, how to not have, can just, just keep coming? Anyway, so it was number five, and we're like, okay, and we stepped out to go do it, but we thought it was a God idea, so we went and did it. Now, I don't think it was a good idea, and we were there for a while, and then all of a sudden, my brother-in-law, who pastors a church in Grand Haven, he was uh, doing a motocross race. Some of you are already starting to laugh because you know the story. Well, he had never done a double. If you don't know what that is, that's okay. He did try to triple. And uh, he went up in the air, throttled it all the way up the jump, and ended up way up in the air. The bike like in front of him, so he throws the bike off to the side, comes down, lands on the face of a jump. And he's got those riding boots on, which means you can't bend your ankles. So when you can't bend your ankles, you can just about do this, and that's really it. So he just blows out and shatters all kinds of stuff in both of his legs and ankles. So he's like, he's like, I can't, he, he lead a church and he's like, I'm not leaving the hospital for months. He said, like, can you come and help? So we pray about it and we're like, I'm like, let's do it. I say, we, that one was really more me. I'm like, I think we should do it. So we leave this, which we think was good, and we go over here and we do this and we help him. And we ended up staying not just for three months, for over a year. And now I'm in my tree praying because I'm like, God. I believe I heard you, and that I followed your promptings both times, and now we're here, but I'm not feeling like this is where we're supposed to stay. What is next? And I'm looking, and I'm thinking, none of what I just did really makes a whole lot of sense. It's not like there was a good decision in here, like, oh, now there was some stuff along the way that was absolutely amazing. I mean, I mean, incredible, incredible. We had done some things years before that set us up financially. Uh, We had zero debt. We'd paid off our house and we just don't really owe a lot and uh, we do a good job of spending so we didn't owe anything. Um, So as far as doing that, we had the ability to do it. We had savings. We had this. We didn't have financial pressures and stress because God had led us to do that against some other people's advice (laughs) years ago that really set us up to be able to do that. Another time, another thing that happened during that, Becca went to the store And she's going through this store, and she's like, oh, you know, I'd really like, I don't remember exactly what it was. I think it was, it was fruit. Apples, bananas, and was it oranges? Four four specific fruits. That she's like, you know what? I could buy them, but I'm just not going to because that's just kind of like a luxury thing. She decides not to do it in, in this whole time period. So she comes home. And within a few hours... Somebody shows up at our door with those exact four fruits. And it's like, oh, I just thought I should give these to you. And we're like, God is crazy good. When I was at the church in Grand Haven, uh, they, gave us, they, said they gave the green light. They said, come, we want you to stay for more than the three months. And there were, there were other things that had happened along the way that God really confirmed that this was, this was, hey, this was him. And so I felt that was good. But I'm in my tree, and I'm like, God, I don't know what's next. Because the logical progression from here isn't very good. Like, 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 what's next? And I'm in my tree stand, almost crying. I'm a man, I really don't. I don't have a beard to water, so I can't say I'm doing that. I'm not quite crying. I'm just, I'm just there, I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, God, our heart is to get behind vision and serve. And I'm just like, nah. There's no deer around, I'm just sitting there. And he says to me, and he didn't, it wasn't a voice, it wasn't a voice that I heard, I wish, it wasn't a squirrel that jumped up, that would have been awesome, little high pitch, like, la, la, la. no, no, <laughs> I would have preferred any of that, an angelic visitation would have been great, where they start up and they say, fear not, because you're like, ah! like, no, but in my spirit, he said this, he said, what do you think pastors do, lead pastors do, specifically he said lead, and I'm like, I don't know, I'm not one. And he answered. It was just in my spirit. He said, I give them vision and they serve people. And I was like, well, that sounds great. That's what we want to do is we want to get behind vision and we want to serve. But I leave my tree and I'm kind of excited about that, but at the same time, I'm looking at the steps that took me to get me where I am, and I'm like, wait a second. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like God. If you wanted us, Becca and I, to lead something, then why didn't we go like from we were pastoring to leading? Why do we go from like pastoring to janitoring to helping and serving and everything and then to lead? Like that doesn't, it's not a good progression. It should have been more like this. Like you take off, you speed up, you don't slow down and then jump. Like that's not how planes work. Like this, I'm thinking this doesn't make sense. I go home and I tell Becca, I said, hey, I think God's calling us to pastor, some of you have heard the story before, and she goes, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, that's, that's not right. Like, you're supposed to say either like, yeah, God told me too, or I don't know, but because you're such a man of God, and I love and trust you, that I'm just, I'll go with you. None of that happened. Like, it, it wasn't there, and I would have really preferred the latter, but it just, it just didn't. It didn't. But I was reading. Just one of those things that I do is the proverb of the day. Sometimes I miss it, but more often than not, I most definitely do. And I opened up the Proverbs, and I was reading the Proverbs, Proverbs 20. I came across Proverbs 20, 24, and this is what it says. It says, the Lord directs your steps, so why try to understand everything along the way? And I've read the Proverbs since I was a little kid. Either my parents read it to me, or I read it like the Proverb of the day. So if it's the third, you read the third Proverbs. If it's the fourth, you read the fourth. So I've read this before, but when I read it that day, it was like it would have never been there before. And I'm like, where did this verse come from? (laughs) And it was just for me. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to worry about what steps I took to get here or what it might look like to me. God, wherever you lead, that's where we're going to go. And if this is where you're leading, that's where we're going. And we began the journey that brought us to life west here which we absolutely love and is 10 times better than anything that I ever dreamed. We absolutely love getting to serve you guys. It's so much fun. But the way we got here didn't make sense. It wasn't a good and a bad decision. It was, a okay, God, if this is you, that's what we want to do. If that's you, that's where we want to go. And it's doing it. But here's what I want you to hear today. Is that God wants to speak to you. And we're going to talk over the next few weeks about how we hear his voice. It says, a stranger, they will not follow. Well, how do we know and, and how do we differentiate between when God's leading or God's speaking to us and when it's not God and what do we do and how can we be so? bold and, how can we be bold and to, to take these? We're going to talk about that over the next few weeks. If you miss a week, don't, just don't. There you go, just don't miss a week. They're going to build, each one is going to build. Uh, podcasts are online. You want to get it. You're like, hey, I know somebody who really needs it. You can do that. The video of the service is up for about a week. On the website, you can click on there. You can watch the past week. You can stream them live. You can get on there and do that. But don't miss this, because here's what I know. I am so excited to teach this, not just because of how much I've learned as as I've been preparing and studying for this and loving it, but because I know the impact that just one word from God can have on a life. And everybody in here, you need to hear and to know this. God wants to speak to you. If you're a sheep, he's the shepherd, and he wants you to hear his voice. We saw that over and over in John 10. If you're a sheep, he's the shepherd, and he wants you to hear his voice. Not somebody else, you. He knows everything you've ever done wrong. He knows every bad thought you've ever thunk. He knows them. But he still loves you. And he wants to speak to you. Thanks for listening. Our mission here at Life West Church is to see you equipped and empowered to be and do all that God has for you. For additional resources and info, go to lifewest.church.